The following content has been provided by RWTH Aachen University. Okay, let's take a look at the, uh, the other half of the, the GEL, um, which is the event library. So graphics event library obviously has two parts. Um, the event library is the part that takes stuff from the input devices and passes them up the chain, so to say. Um, maybe you could close the, uh, the, the windows back there um, while we're talking. It's easier that way. Thank you. Um, the events that the event library gets are uh, driver specific. So they are in physical coordinates. Um, they have a timestamp created by the device driver. Um, and they have a device specific code in there, like an event code, for example, in a format that depends on, on, on the device. So you know, your mouse will give you events, you know, the mouse driver will give you events of some sort, the keyboard will give you events of some other sort. What it's doing with those events, it's taking them, mapping them to logical screen coordinates, um, giving them, again, the timestamp or passing on the timestamp and giving them a global event code in a win Windows system-wide specific, you know, uniform format. So this is basically just canonicalizing things so that they are all of the same form. It's not mixing them together yet. We still have separate streams for keyboard input stuff coming in and, and mouse input. And that will be a little bit of a challenge later on because, you know, as you can imagine, it's very important whether a mouse event came first or a keyboard event came first. In case you click on a window and then you type a key, you want that key event to go to that window that you activate and not to the one that was active before. So we have to, at some point, sort out how to do that mixing of different event streams from different devices. But that's going to happen on, on the next layer up. Um, <coughs> here we're just basically reformatting and, and unifying in that way. Um, so essentially this unification is mediating between the mouse, keyboard, tablet, whatever touchpad drivers that you have and the window-based event handling system uh, by doing this to sort of uh, unification. Uh, the other object that, uh, that an event library of course has to provide is one event queue per device. So it's still these separate queues um, that it manages. The actions then are pretty clear. Um, it needs to have actions for drivers to deliver specific um, events. Um, these events typically come in interrupt driven, right? So since you want these events to be processed no matter what, at least on that, on that low level, they're typically being um, captured using an interrupt that stops whatever else is happening and then make sure that the event gets delivered into a buffer, returns quickly and then the operating system continues with whatever it was doing before. Um, now the event loop, uh, sorry, <laughs> the, uh, the event library will cycle through these driver buffers uh, and look at the events up there and basically take them and unify them and put them in a new, into a new queue per event uh, type or per device type um, of, of the same format. And as we mentioned, the event library will also look at if the mouse driver is giving it any movements of the mouse cursor and then use that directly to update the mouse pointer on the screen without having to bother the layers above. Right? So it's basically doing a quick turnaround here without going through the steps of the higher layers, although technically, you know, conceptually, you would expect it to go up and talk to the other layers, but it hasn't, doesn't have to um, and thereby handles that itself. You had a question? Um, yeah, about the canonical um, thing. Does it mean that uh, it doesn't care, uh, the event doesn't care if it is, uh, for example, for the mouse, but mouse press or mouse release? Or um, I guess what this means is rather that what you have is um, 
here's your mouse connected, right? Uh, and here's your uh, keyboard connected. And uh, they both have code inside the system um, that will create driver events, right? The, the driver for that specific device. And what the event library does is it takes these driver-specific events, looks at them, and puts them into new uh, event queues that are still one event queue per device. But while this one had a you know, different format from this one, uh, these are all of the same format. So this one, the mouse driver, will tell you it's a mouse release or a mouse press. And that will also still be mentioned up here, of course. It's just that, for example, all of these will have you know, the timestamp in whatever, a 16-bit digit or something like this. Uh, we'll have an event code, like you know, one, two, three, uh, for the type. And they're all in a, in a standard form. This is a necessary step for what needs to be happening next, which is to actually mix these together and interleave them so that you have one single thing that tells you what do I need to look at next. What I mentioned before, like did that key event happen first or did that um, you know, uh, mouse event happen first? So this is just a pre-processing, if you like, to bring everything into the same shape so that it can then be combined into a single list later on to a single queue. So we're, we're seeing this here sort of as, a, uh, as an example uh, in a little more detail. Um, you, your mouse driver might give, have an event queue that says, here's the events you know, queued up. And we got events, uh, oh, here something happened. You know, the Y direction wheel, uh, the Y direction sensor gave me a plus one here. So obviously the mouse got moved uh, up or down a little, depending on what it means. Um, <coughs> next event says, oh, here the button one got uh, obviously pressed. And here again, no buttons are pressed. And then here, uh, the x uh, coordinate got changed by plus 6. The y coordinate got changed by plus 1. So this is the kind of stuff that your mouse driver would give you. Um, and then the canonicalization of that is basically taking these things and saying, oh, uh, well, that first event was of a type mouse movement. Right? This should probably say mouse movement here, because there might technically be other movements. Um, that would, of course, in fact, be sort of some, some numerical ID code. And it says, oh, the movement was, since we're maybe scaling this up to match the logical screen coordinates, uh, zero in x direction and, and two units of some sort, maybe two pixels in y direction. Uh, and the timestamp uh, is this. And then you know, the next one might be mouse down event, you know, because we see, oh, button one is now pressed. It wasn't pressed before. So we're calling this a mouse down event um, on the left mouse, because button one we have mapped in the system to the left mouse button um, with a different timestamp that's slightly higher. And then you know, the next one, where all of these things are zero again, says, oh, I guess that must have been a mouse up event. So we're at a left, um, also of the left mouse. Um, and that's the timestamp here. And the next one says, oh, that's another movement event of you know, 12 units in x and two units in y direction at this timestamp. So you can see how they're saying the same thing. But in some way, this is a, this is a standardized format. And also, um, it's taking the coordinate mapping from, from the physical to the logical coordinates. Plus, it's also already doing some kind of interpretation and state manage, management, right? It's saying, if I had no mouse button, you know, all the buttons were not unpressed before, and now I'm getting a, a new event that where all, you know, well, one button is pressed, that means I need to create a button pressed event at this point, right? So any layer above that doesn't have to continuously look at, oh, has the mouse button state changed or not? it will know because only you know, these events, mouse down and mouse up, are being generated. And those are the only ones that the layers above need to look at.
This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.